one issue we sort of touched on uh, at the start of, uh, of this morning <coughs> was social care. I just wondered what uh, hopes you personally have for there to be a cross-party consensus, something the King's Fund has certainly called for, not necessarily this side of an election, but as a priority for whoever um, uh, is in charge uh, uh, after the election. Do you, do you hold out hope that we will be able to um, get a cross-party consensus on social care? Well, I'm no different to you insofar as I think the word consensus does sound cosy. It's probably a way of making sure no decisions happen. Um, let's be absolutely clear. Thank God we live in a democracy. You're about to make a choice. And we've made our choice. We've said no to a death tax. We've said no to the unfairness of the intergenerational transfer of saying that if you as a family carer, and we should incentivise and celebrate those who wish to uh, care for their own families as part of our message about families, uh, whilst carers, of course, need much greater recognition and value and need, uh, it would be grossly unfair for somebody who has cared for their, their mother or their father, and then suddenly they find that £20,000 has been lopped off their estate, uh, uh, the same way as it's been lopped off the estate of somebody who didn't bother to care, or couldn't. So we don't see that as a solution at all, and we've made it very clear to the government that uh, those who have charge of government are the ones who are effectively in charge of the consensus process. They've produced a green paper, we think that was, whilst extremely long-awaited, a good basis for building as best a consensus as you can. There is no question we have to tackle this issue. Uh, the government, I think rightly, has ruled out a totally taxpayer-funded social care system and equally has ruled out a totally private sector, private means-funded care system. Uh, therefore, you have to make your choices between co-payment and partnership and uh, social insurance models. I think we've made it pretty clear that we see this as effectively the partnership model going forward. We have made it equally clear that as a brick in the wall, not more than that, but a brick in the wall, that the huge fear factor, particularly for the baby boomer generation, who are much more asset rich than their predecessors, they are genuinely fearful about having to be forced to sell their own home to pay for their long-term <coughs> care. For people who don't want to see the transfer of assets through the generations, who don't like inheritance, then they're not going to be voting Conservative because this is our policy. We've made our choice. We think a good social insurance model to protect against the home loss, and it is a home protection scheme, uh, let's be absolutely clear what it is, for the fear of going to long-term residential care, at £8,000 within the year of becoming 65, a one-off premium for your one-in-five chance of going into long-term residential care, where on average it will be £26,000 per annum of cost. You will stay there on average for two years. You need £52,000, 8,000 times five people, only one will need it. It's £40,000. It takes 12 to 15 years to get to the point that you need it. That £40,000 grows to £52,000. You're covered. Why has the market failed? Because they wanted a profit. Why does our policy work? Because it's government-backed and we don't need the profit element. It's a fantastically innovative, exciting way of dealing with that brick in the wall and dealing with that fear factor, which Tony Blair identified in 1997, and now that we, after 13 years of Labour failure, uh, have found a solution, they now want to poo-poo it as though it didn't exist. So that's number one. Number two, we're now exploring how much we can add to that model for domiciliary care. But you know the numbers are huge. And so whilst 8,000 for those who get a lump sum entitlement from occupational pension schemes could be something to contemplate as a balance off against that risk of losing uh, and being at the risk you are today that you don't have 
the equity in your house to leave to your children or grandchildren, uh, to do it for the domiciliary care, even if you were to do it at the most critical levels of need, you're looking at much greater entry prices, which could be a bar to making the thing happen. So we're looking at that very carefully. But the partnership option uh, is equally the way forward, which is why we were so critical, and indeed so has Lord Warner and Lord Lipsy, who of course have belonged to the government side of the uh, House, uh, have been so critical of the Gordon Brown knee-jerk 20 minutes before he stood on a Labour platform last September, personal care at home bill, which has ridden a coach and horses through the very principles of their own green paper. And that could now absorb the money, which would be more generally available. So when you ask for consensus, you also have to make choices in democracy, and you have to present those and get support and a mandate for them. And we believe cash-in-hand benefits like attendance allowance and like the DLA, both over and under 65s, matter to people. So that my mother-in-law, who has early-onset Alzheimer's, they live in a steep little home in Bromley, hundreds of miles from family members, and my saint of a father-in-law, who himself has prostate cancer, they cope with dignity and independence in their own home because the attendance allowance gets a garden who can come and replace the food and the peanuts and the bird feeder because that's what keeps them going. Watching the birds, they can't even step out of the garden themselves because it's too steep. Now, that is worthwhile because it means they're not currently accessing the public services because they don't need to, and they have a life they want to lead, and they're coping with their uh, care needs very well. There may come a time when it moves on, but because of those cash and hand benefits, who's made that decision? They have. Neither you nor I did it, and we weren't so patronising and presumptuous to do so. So that's why that's valuable. Now, that's conservative policy, so I'm afraid consensus is charming. But it doesn't make decisions. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep uh, working, working towards some agreement uh, around some of the principles. But as you say, at the moment, uh, a lot more detail to be worked out to have a, a, a comprehensive uh, solution to what is a very complex uh, and long-term uh, um, uh, challenge.